We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Yes, it is a lovely morning, isn't it? Now, more of The Morning Shift. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. It's 7 o'clock. This hour brought to you by Zero Res. Smart, lasting, clean. We got the Senior Bowl. Why are you already laughing at me, Dylan? I know we can't. Tell me. Oh, Dylan couldn't understand what I was. Did I say something weird? Did I? Did I, guys? I don't. I don't. I don't know what's happening. Why are you the target for all of the things that go wrong here? Well, she runs know. the ship. <laughs> I try. Well, I'm not doing a good job that. today. I mean, I'm she runs. She's running the ship today. I'm running on like maybe three tires today. I mean, in, in fairness, <laughs> what? I haven't There's... eaten in almost 48 hours, and you're going to tell me how many tires you got down? What? First Please. reference for the fast. First reference. <laughs> First re- Ding. I'm just saying. You, I'm got not gonna the whole, her, you got the whole hour in. I'm not going to sit her. Let her be a martyr. Like she's like she got. What time did you go to bed last night? I think I tried to get in bed around eight thirty. It's the only way I can function. If I don't how get, how do you get in bed that early? I was up like hard. past midnight. If I don't get at least seven hours before coming in to do this show, I can't. I it, it will build up throughout the week, and I'll be miserable at life. So I try to make myself go to bed. Do I miss things? Yeah, <laughs> but I try to make myself go to bed wow. so that I don't. So I at least sound more competent. I got to tell you, I got to be honest here, and Bo will attest. I don't think my sleep has anything to do with my level of competency when it comes to this job. Oh, I'm a. It, sleep has affected me tremendously. Like I'm a monster when I do not get enough sleep. I am not a nice person. Just like when I don't go to the gym, I am not a nice person. So when I don't sleep and don't go to the gym, you do not want to be around me. All right. Well, I'm understanding <laughs> you a little better. Yeah. Yeah, welcome to our world. And when I'm hungry, too. You can ask any of my, my she's, TV she, crews. She's kind of like a gremlin. You can't feed her after dark. Yeah, you can't yeah. do this. And it, all rules or and not stuff. a gremlin, but what was the little, uh, what was the little animal before, that turned into a gremlin? The, oh. the Mogwai. Yeah. No, was that it? Magwai, yeah. I thought it had a different I, name. No, that was that was I think he's right. Gizmo. Right? Gizmo. Yeah, Gizmo. Yes, Gizmo was a Mogwai. Yeah, Gizmo. Yeah, well, yeah, that like, yeah. was his real names. Yeah. She's yeah, like Gizmo. Gizmo. Yeah. Okay. You know, yeah. This is fair. I'm not I'm not you know, I think getting older has made it's made me more sensitive to things that I didn't think I'd be sensitive to. Like sleep. Well, <laughs> What? I just, I, I just don't. With you, I can't sometimes because a lot of people say you come that. with all these like qualifiers. I mean, it's like I, I have to have this and that. No, I don't. I this. just, I need food and sleep. Those are basic life things. I mean, look on Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Those, those things are on Thank there. You. But you know, uh, the weight of what you put on them, or what somebody would put on them, might be different for other people. It's, so this is true. I just, I noticed the change in in me. Me when I when those things are lacking, I, I just I, you know I, I come in here and I seem to say every time something seems to go off the rails, they look at you first. They do, they do. And I guess to Bo's point, you are the one, the or you are the conductor. You are the you are the. I am, but right now this train. You're is Denzel not, Washington yeah. in in that movie with the train. 
Uh, <laughs> another one where what it goes the, the, based on a true story where it goes off the, in Pennsylvania. Pelham one two three or whatever. No, uh, what's the name of it? I um, think that's it. Really, that's yeah. That's that, it. Uh, no, Day Day says that's it. Hold no. On. Yeah, pull Denzel. I don't movie. know. I don't well, know all the Denzel movies. I, I love him though. Denzel's my favorite. Probably my favorite movie. actor. And they also make fun of me too. Because Unstoppable this is my... it was. Oh. The only reason I saw that movie is because I watched it on the flight back from Iraq. So then you. Yeah. <laughs> otherwise, I probably would have never reason. watched it otherwise. Oh my God. It wasn't Denzel's finest. No. Well, have I seen it? It's been a long time since I've seen it. It's with the uh, Chris Pine guy. That the, the the dude is now in the Marvel movies, oh, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. was also he's not in Marvel. He's in DC. D- whatever. He's the he's Wonder Woman's love interest. He's also the guy from Star Trek, isn't he? Yeah. Yes. See, I didn't never. I'm not. I'm not yes. a Star Trek big guy, Chris Pine fan. You check it out. It's a good, it's a good movie. Like it's based on a real events that actually. Maybe happened. it will inspire. Yeah, me he to get is through. in smoke. Yeah, he's in Smoking Aces. That's right. He's It'll, in Smoking Aces. That's a really good. Oh, maybe I'll really? watch it. Yeah, with Ron Reynolds and uh, Ray Liotta, and um, that's that, that's the. I haven't seen that. That's, when did that come out? That sounds like a good. Cast. That came out in like 2000 and well, maybe had, two had or three. Ray Liotta's no longer with us. May you rest in peace. Yeah, they got a ton of guys, but that's the movie where. Jeremy uh, Piven's character is like the son of a uh, mobster, but the mobster was under an undercover FBI agent in the mob, hmm. and then he like had all this plastic surgery. They turned her back. Anyways, they double-crossed him. <laughs> they double-crossed him, and then they have this. All these hitmen are trying to get kill Jeremy Piven. Interesting. And it, it's a it's a it's a really good movie. I forgot that Chris Pine was in that. Big Chris Pine fan. If I did, I say that already. Yeah. Okay. Let's get back to the uh, Senior Bowl now in Mobile. So we talked a little bit about it before with these quarterbacks that are there, and I know the Falcons are picking eighth. But do you guys think any of these guys, any of these quarterbacks that are there, may be worthy of being picked? Just to throw out a couple of names. You got Michael Penix on the national team. You got Bo Nix on the national team. Sam Hartman also there as well. Uh, Spencer Rattler on the American team. Michael Pratt, Joe Milton, and Carter Bradley. Well, let me ask you this much. Knowing that the system that Zach Robinson just ran and the McVeigh system and everything else, I mean, I don't know about – I look more at the quarterback than necessarily the system, what you had with Matt Stafford. Do they need that pocket-first type of passer? Is that what's more critical, or are they going to pivot to something different? Well, I would say on this offensive line, you're not going to – the lucky thing is that Zach Robinson is that wide zone. That's a wide zone scheme. That's very much what Sean McVay and Shanahan and all these guys run. Mm-hmm. But I, the only thing that, you do need a guy that has great pocket presence. Yeah, you're not you're not gonna you're not gonna go to a guy that was a run first guy in college. But, but both you're the, gonna get both of that in. Yeah, Bo Nix and, and Penix. Penix uh, complete. That's the thing. Penix never really gets talked about. Is you go look at him play at Indiana, and he's a completely different player that played in Washington. Because Indiana, he was a lot more of a run first guy, and then oh, when he, he had nothing to help had, him there. exactly. <laughs> but when he went to Washington, yeah. But a lot of guys can't. That that's a mindset that 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 to just say no, I'm going to sit here in this pocket and li-, because you start feeling things. Kind of like Lamar in the AFC Championship game, wondering why the hell he didn't take off. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, well, that was bit, their bad, whole run bad, game. Bad, bad day yeah. for me. He's a big part of that. But but I I, I think you want a guy that can sit in there, sit in the pocket and sling it. There's, it's absolutely. I do think to Tiffany's point, both those guys can do that. The thing that worried me when I watched more and more Washington is I felt like it was, it was like there was the intermediate passing game didn't seem to exist much there. I know it does, but it didn't. Did you seem watch like, them all season? I didn't watch all season. Okay. I watched uh, I watched what I could, you know, because I'm I'm like I'm not I'm not traveling like 
technical tiff over there, but I do I do get around the country during no, the football I know, season. I mean, look, but but I just feel like it was a lot of uh, a lot less intermediate when they needed it. Here, here's the thing, and and we saw people say this uh, after the national championship game. Uh, Michael Penix's draft stock may drop. Uh, look how he performed against that 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 you know defense, and it's like really. No, nobody is sitting there evaluating him off of one game. Well, that defense did that to everybody, though. Look what they did to Jalen Milrow. Yeah, it was, it was that, a good that, defense. That was a very, very good defense. The, the that said, uh, what, I just want to say, you know, when you look at the package of Michael Penix, the deep ball throws obviously wow you. My issue with Penix, when you talk about the shorter throws and everything else, um, I, I would love to know, and, and I watched him a ton this year, uh, and the Pac-12 had a bunch of really good defenses. When you look at the games against teams like Arizona, which had a great defense this year, uh, even the Arizona State game, he was a little banged up for that. But there were some moments there where Penix did not look like the guy who put up big numbers against Texas, right? Like, there there are, are a few of those moments there. I understand your pause. I don't think you're off on it. Making those intermediate throws, as you talked about, and those quick timing routes in the NFL – Completely different than it is in college, especially when you're playing a different level of that. And that's something you need in that offense. If you're going to run a, yeah. the exact offense that Sean just ran out there, all of these offenses need that as far as McVeigh's, the McDaniels, the little floors. Well, I would argue Penix probably fits better with Arthur Smith than he may <laughs> with. You You could definitely make a, a, an argument yeah. for that. Yeah. The thing that Michael Penix's stock is going to be uh, made or broke in, in the combine. And is he even going to throw? It's not about throwing. It's about the medicals. The interview and the medicals. It's about yeah, the medicals. Well. The medicals. Michael Penix has got everything, uh, but his well. health is a concern. And, and Medicals can always be suspect. See Nick Saban and Drew Brees. Yeah, they can. But when you have two shoulder surgeries and what a knee coming out of college, and if they find anything, remember, they're drafting you. And if they draft you as a quarterback, you just said it. If you're not in the first round, it's, it's more suspect. Not that it will be, but it's going to be a big deal for him. Let, medicals aside, is Michael Penix a first-round quarterback? You both paused, so the answer is no. There you go. You, you <laughs> I, answered it for me. You, you both paused. You don't 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 think it. To, I, I just don't know. Uh, I, I don't know. If if he was, he would have. Yes, he is. Is Bo Nix a first-round quarterback? I think I say yes. Uh, I would tend to late first round. I would tend to agree with you. There's so many quarterback needy teams in this draft. Well, they they and always all, get overdrafted. Look, they always get overdrafted. Kirk Cousins might stay. Okay, that I would. I've always kind of expected he'll stay. Love me some Kirk. Russell Wilson will be out there. Th- that con. Don't think about the contract because that's all going to change. Right. Based on either Especially if they trade him. Cutty, cutty. Not to mention, well, well, don't forget though, if they trade him, that guaranteed money. That Denver is on the hook for is not your not own. Your, hook. No, it's not your money. So OPM, other so, people's money. So, so one team is at least going to get something there. Now, there's going to be a lot of teams that need a quarterback. So probably they both get taken in the first round. So I just went to NFL.com and there's a piece up about Senior Bowl, the Senior Bowl uh, from Lance Erline and Eric Edholm, and I'm going to read you this. It says, if anyone was sleeping on what Lad McConkey is capable of heading into this week at the Senior Bowl. They aren't anymore. The Bulldog star is a thoughtful route runner who attacks defenses with a well-defined route plan. It goes on to sing his praises again. But Lad McConkey, uh, one of the big highlights out there uh, in Mobile, Alabama, and probably garnering the attention now of, I'd say, a lot of teams. You want to talk about systems and players that fit systems that this guy's bringing? <laughs> Lad McConkey and Roman Wilson from Michigan. 
That was the other guy listed in this article as well. They both fit that Ram passing attack. These guys are excellent route runners. They know how to create separation. They can uh, Roman Wilson. Well, both these guys make contested catches, but they're so technical in their route run. They get open. They work. They find ways to get open, and that would fit whoever you bring in at quarterback. And these are two guys that aren't going in the first and second round. I would expect one. You of these, think about the injuries too with McConkey, the back. Yeah, yeah, that, and that's definitely a concern, and that's definitely something that'll knock him down. It ju- you just never look. Hiring a head coach and drafting players are crapshoots because you never know exactly what you're going to get because they're not going to go to the exact same situations that they excelled in as coordinators and as college players. I do think some people have a really good knack for it, though, and maybe one of these guys ends up being like a Puka Nakua for uh, the Rams who they were able to discover and talking with um, McVay yeah. uh, about how they were just – they lit up when they saw the film on this guy, and they were like, we have to have him, and it ended up working out quite well for that team. Yeah, you know what the funny part is is that, you know <laughs> – when you talk about arrogance with coaches, Sean McVay, and there's the video of it, you could say was borderline arrogant about how confident he was that Puka Nakua was going to hit. And it worked. I only say that to say when we talk about arrogance with coaches, they all have it. They all believe what they believe when they see what they see because their track record in the past has told them that I'm right. Well, and he's, his track record has told him he's been wrong, too, like he was yes. with Jerry Goff. What, the one thing I'll say is how you do it, though – and how you how you put it out? How there you present your arrogance is, is means a lot. Yes, it does. But didn't they also get but it I, I just, right after I, you when people like turn around and did? But him, him then there to say was, he was a bad player. Yes, was a little bit. Wait, I shouldn't. Even use it was mistake, one of the knocks but. on Arthur Smith that he was arrogant. I'm like, he's not. He's not like. Well, because you and I got to be around him when he was off of that, and we yes. saw the real Arthur Smith. But when but the fans don't get to see that, and it's not it's not the fans' job to judge you on what you might be behind closed doors. Look, the fans are going to get to see some of that up in Pittsburgh because now Arthur Smith is the offensive coordinator for the Steelers. We can continue to talk about that when we go in the huddle on the other side here on the morning shift on Sports Radio 1990. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We're going to get on down now. We're talking all things Atlanta sports and beyond. This is the Morning Shift. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. We are about to go in the huddle, but I do want to give a uh, a farewell. I think we all do to Claude Felton. Uh, he was the media liaison for UGA Athletics. He had a 45-year career. I dealt with him uh, for a couple of games that I had uh, for UGA. He was over football, and so 
what a I, a well-deserved honor. I'm looking at here on, on ESPN, too. They've done a write-up on him as well. Just That just gives you some um, what sort of in, – what's the word I'm looking for, Bo? I don't know. Insight and just to how much this guy meant to just – He has a lot of titles. Heard to college say. He's, he's had a lot of titles. He is uh, – too much for one man if, to have. If you've, if you've covered a game or an event or the University of Georgia in any way in the last 50 years, literally – uh, you've met him or you've interacted with him. He's the absolute best, best of the best. He's the best PR person I've ever worked with. They've got one of the best staffs coll- collegiate-wise. Yeah, he um, he's he's literally he – set, he set, he's the bar, and there's not a lot of people that can reach the Claude Felton bar. He is the top of, of the pyramid. I cannot tell you and any interaction that I ever had with him wasn't just great. Even when, Claude knew how to tell you – to to go away and don't come back and, and, and you would you would feel good about it. You know what I'm saying? Like he was the he was the absolute. You'd be surprised best. how often I hear that. That it's it's a special skill set to have. Um, yeah. But I I did uh, when I had my first UGA game. It was their senior day, and I was dealing with Claude um, as we all were for the broadcast. And so he came up to me. He's like, "You need to have your picture taken." I was like, "What?" Like, what school? Who who does this? Well, they took a, pro- a professional photographer came over, took my photo between the hedges, and I never wondered, you know, what happened to it. Maybe I thought someone's going to text it to me or something like that. All of a sudden, in the mail, I go down, check my mail, and there it is, a printed copy of it in a nice little, um, you know, kind of paper frame kind of setup. But I was just like, wow, this is first class. It was so like that's what Claude brought to UGA Athletics. So, anyway... Uh, we just wanted to make sure we said uh, congratulations to him on a fantastic 45-year career. Now let's go in the huddle. It's time to huddle up. Bring it in close. Bring it in close. The latest NFL news, rumors, reports, and happenings. Within the huddle on the morning shift. From a healthier weight to more energy, when you switch your dog's food to the farmer's dog, the effects can feel magical. What sorcery is this? None at all. It's just real food made for the health of dogs. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash no magic. Now we are going in the huddle. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> I just had a couple of words for Danny back there. Don't get distracted. I, I, Don't sorry. distract her. You're right. I'm, I'm sorry. That's my fault. I just, she's, I keep she, it real. She's tired and hungry and, and, and might Mall fall off the rails. All of it. All right, we're going in the huddle. This report from Tom Pelissero. Um, this will make the chairman of the Arthur Smith Committee um, very happy. And so the Steelers are expected to officially announce that former Falcons head coach Arthur Smith is their offensive coordinator per sources. And Steelers win the AFC North. I already made the bet next year. Just Done. the AFC North. Done. Yeah, that's it. I don't want to get. I want to get too far out of my skis. I mean, he's not a. He's not a Super Bowl OC. <laughs> Let me say, hey, let me ask you, on on a serious note, if the Steelers won the North and their offense puts up, I don't know, 26 a game, 25 a game. 26, Jesus. Which would be unbelievable. Unbelievable, because they were 16. Let's let's go back. Let's go back. Let's just go to 23. Let's go to 22. Let's go to 22. Right. Is Arthur Smith doing the rounds next year? Yeah. I mean, look, if they I think he is. Arthur Smith will get calls again next year because well it, across circles around in circles around the league Bo you know this there's not a person who thinks he can't coach I think this situation here in Atlanta unfolded in a certain way in a bunch of different ways that 
over the course of his three years was not, let's call it the most streamlined path. He he has to well hit for him to get calls in that way. He has to do one of two things. He has because he didn't get any this year, and there's a reason. And and I know why, and we all know why. I mean, it's just, you don't you know. Not, there's some guys that get him right for being fired. But you have to be really you know have some, some yeah, success. Right. But he has that offense has to take a huge stride forward. Yep. Whoever's quarterback, because there's too many weapons on that on that team offensively. Honestly, their offense is. You said it early this morning. It's really the more and more you think about it, their offense is like identical to ours. They mm-hmm. have tight ends. They have back receivers. They have wide receivers. Yep. We have less wide receivers than they do. They have better. Deontay Johnson, George Pickens are better than just Drake London and Cordero Hodge, but. They just want the quarterback spot. He's got to figure that they, he and Mike Tomlin in their front office, but he's got to coach that quarterback, whoever it is, like he did Tannehill. I, they're probably still going to get Pickett. You know, I would assume I would Pickett's under so. week under center week one. Uh, whether it, they bring somebody in the offseason is a different conversation. It's a lot harder in their position to move on because from Pickett. He's the eighth overall pick on the guy. Right or twenty? What was no, 20th? it was later than that. Later than that? But but they're round. also they're also he's a first round pick. But they're also late. They're gonna have to spend a lot to get up. There's just a it's just a lot harder unless they sign a Russell Wilson type. Yeah, which they could. It would. I still think he would fit Arthur's system perfect. This news was making waves yesterday, and it is surrounding now. Back to being uh, current Lions. That was a lot of words there. This is <laughs> the news was involving Lions offensive coordinator. Ben Johnson, and so he is staying with the Lions. This was after he was being, you know, thrown around as one of the top names. He was doing interviews to try to be a mm-hmm. head coach. And Josina Anderson from CBS Sports broke this news first. She said in a tweet, I'm told personnel around the league are discussing their awareness that some owners have been told Lions OC Ben Johnson's asking price is at least or around $15 million per year. And then Adam Schefter, of course, following up this news, uh, pretty much saying the same thing in that Lions offensive coordinator Ben Johnson has two years remaining uh, on his contract with Detroit. His deal was not adjusted to stay, but the, he did cite that he had well, the asking price. Okay, for so him. let's just connect right. some dots here. You could say that he chose to stay. That's one way to phrase it. Or you could say that he wasn't. He ended up not being the guy that he was going to be chosen by those other two franchises. That the Commanders and the Seahawks all of a sudden pivoted to going into the process thinking he was going to be the guy and then pivoted and he was never going to get the offer. Hence why the Lions didn't have to give him a new deal to stay because he was going running back to them. I mean, that you could phrase it that he walked you back. You like could that. also phrase it that he ended up not being all that in a bag of chips as teams found out and said, you know what, you're not, you're not, you're not, we're not going to offer you this job. Right, because there were other reports, too, that the commanders, I believe, they were in flight to go talk to um, the Lions, D.C., yeah, and, then, and, and then they were going to try to interview Ben Johnson yeah. after we already had did, removed himself. Did you, did you hear the rumor about the mid-flight, the call? It was like, we don't, we're, we're gone. Yeah. We're going to turn around. Crazy. Well, so it's wild, but we've seen this with, to stay. We've seen this with OCs he wasn't that, get the opportunity. That, that, that announce they're staying before the interview process is over. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's finding out you're not going to be chosen. It, it's, it's not the first time. It's interesting because he was the – a lot of the fans in the city thought that that was the guy for us. They wanted Ben Johnson. I didn't hear much after the NFC title game and some of the, the calls towards the end that they were still big on him. But, you know, I know obviously we'd already hired Raheem, but he, he 
it's I don't know it's it's weird to me because I know with Slowick it seems to be a more of a um, just he's just not there yet. It's just after one year, you know he's only been he hasn't even been a position coach. So it's it's really it's interesting. You guys think say it's about the money? Maybe it's about the demands were because he didn't think he was going to get it. But it's really interesting. It's going to be weird to see how it plays out with him next well, year. I'm glad you mentioned the money thing again because Schefter did go on to say because his deal was not uh, adjusted to stay with with the Lions. It proves that money was not his biggest motivation. So the Lions could still opt nice to, to adjust it. the contract it's down a, the line. Yeah, right. But it's not the reason that Johnson returned to Detroit. Now, just to give you a an idea, of you. Jim Harbaugh, who does have experience being an NFL head coach, the that report Super Bowl is that he's NFL getting, yes, uh, $16 million per That's year insanity. on his deal with the Chargers. Now, other news before we get to break here. Jerry Jones. It's always some news coming out of Dallas, right? Well, he is not ruling out hiring Bill Belichick eventually. This report goes on to say if Cowboys owner Jerry Jones believes people work better when they're under pressure, he has applied a little more pressure to Mike McCarthy. And less than two weeks after Jones issued a statement indicating that McCarthy would return, he did speak openly about the prospect of eventually employing Belichick. It's always something wild in Dallas. Like you can stay, but hey, you know what? If down the road things don't work out and you're you're giving this interview, you're like, I can still see us trying to go for Belichick. Like, well, what does that say to McCarthy? There's only well, the, the applying even more well, he's pressure. In the final, he, look, he didn't yeah. get an extension. He's in the final year of his yeah, deal, yeah. so he's a lame duck coach. I think that said it. That says it right there. Yes, yeah. really. That hey, that McCarthy not, has one more year, unless in, unless you do unless right. Jerry Jones wants one thing. Other than the one thing he doesn't have, he's got the power, but he's oh, never. Yeah, when you he's said never, that one thing, I kind of. He's never built places. a Super Bowl team on his, on his own, own. Yep. and that's what he, that's what he's gonna think he's done if he ever wins Super Bowl. Uh, whether he has this, you know, his son helping him and this de facto GM, it, it it's he will not have to answer the fact that Jimmy Johnson did it this time. This hour brought to you by Zero Res, smart, lasting, clean. We have our version of. Zenoed up coming up. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. We're ready for it. Are you ready? Because coming up in mic'd up version of Zenoed up, uh, a story that only one person in this studio, I would have thought it would have applied to. Oh, wow. All right. I'm nervous. I don't know. I hope it's not me. All right. <laughs> it's, not a, it's not a cooking <laughs> one. Don't worry about it. We'll be right back here on the morning shift on Sports Radio 99 The Game. Good morning. To more of the morning shift with Tiffany, Mike, and Bo on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. It's time to rant. Excuse me. It's time to rage. It's time for Mike Up on the morning shift. All right, welcome back to the morning shift here uh, on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Uh, Mark Zeno in for the affable Mike Johnson <laughs> this morning as I take over Mike Up, make it Zeno up for just one morning. God help um, us. Yeah, God help you, right? Seriously. So uh, I, I saw this story, and, well, there's only one person in this studio who I would have thought would have even tried something like this. A Tennessee man was busted with dozens of jars containing bootleg alcohol. He was running an illegal moonshine operation on his property. <laughs> We're all looking at Bo. Jeff, <laughs> you tried this? Yeah. <laughs> um, he allowed authorities when they showed up on his property to enter the yard barn, and he gave him verbal consent. He was 
They found that the, he had 81 quarts of moonshine, which I guess is a lot, Bo. It sounds like a lot, I yeah. suppose it's a weekend for Bo. <laughs> I mean, you know what a quart is. So. He was cited for manufacturing of alcohol beverages, possession of a still, which is how you distill moonshine. Yes, that's right. Right, for those who are not aware. <laughs> An unlawful storage of liquor for sale. Um, here's the rub on this whole thing. In Tennessee law states any person... Uh, it's unlawful for any person to have possession or control of any still or any other ap- apparatus. So just actually having the still, even if not using it, apparently is illegal. Here's the rub of the whole thing. Because things like this are generally sort of not investigated by police and authorities on their own. Right? Like, theoretically, not that I would do this, but let's just say I was booking and taking bets and everything. Like, no one's going to come and find me. Unless one thing happens. Someone snitches. There you go. That's how this whole thing happened. They got Ooh. a tip. Hold on. What was it? His, uh, is it his cousin's ex-girlfriend? I don't know. It just says <laughs> they responded to a tip. So somebody ratted him out for having a moonshine What operation. if someone got a bad batch and they were like, you know what? I'm going to take him down. Well, then you're never getting a batch again. Right. I mean, so this guy's going to go face jail time for making booze and selling it to his friends for what? There's 10 bucks for a jar this of my is, moonshine. This is clearly a disgruntled family member or ex, uh, ex-girlfriend of some sort. So, so somebody, you know, got mad at him, at, and, and now this is where it, this is where how, this is how, always how it happens. Listen. Especially the small time, you know, small town criminals. <laughs> it's always a family member you irked at, like, Thanksgiving or something. <laughs> I'm sure you've been through that several times before. Uh, yeah. You know, twice. I just hearken back to... Goodfellas, right? The two greatest lessons of life. Always keep your mouth shut. Never rat on your friends. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. That's, yeah. you broke the code. Someone snitched. And, and it just reminds you now, and like in the the, the areas where you live, the, the, the neighborhoods you live in now, and the, the next door app and all the other, like, that is, people are just all up in too many other people's business. Well, yeah. I guarantee you, this the next door app wasn't, uh, you know, yeah, I don't think it was wasn't this part of Tennessee was this, not really uh, yeah. in this situation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would agree there, but you know, but just I'm in just, general, I'm just glad the Dukes brothers are still alive and well. <laughs> but like, do you have anybody in your neighborhood or in your apartment building that you know? Oh, they it's left just, their trash out. Oh, they, they, yeah, they uh, the trash can is still outside. Yeah, like three fourths of the neighborhood, dude. Our oh, Facebook, God. the na- the neighborhood Facebook page. I only have Facebook now to keep up with the neighborhood yeah. neighborhood Facebook page because. It is constant. One person will say one thing, and then it'll just go down. I mean, it just it goes it goes bad. It goes down a dark path with these people, I'll and it's say, the same characters, always the same players. I keep to myself. I think oh, I've so heard. I've heard. I was known as the girl that walks her dog, as if you shouldn't walk your dog. Um, but yeah, I try not to. I don't want to be. I don't want to know anything that goes on in the building. I just want to live there and hopefully. I I'm move. Uh, I am her? good at minding my business. That is that girl? Yeah, she's always, she's walking, always walking her, her dog. dog. Shady. Oh. Well, I guess what it is is that they've <laughs> never seen you out not walking the dog. That's how you I get associated. I don't go to functions there. Nothing. I do not want people. In no, my but business. like they've never seen you leave your apartment without the dog. I guess. Probably yes, yes. And so, I will get asked, "Hey, where's your dog? Hey, where's your dog? Yeah, you're the dog lady. Dog lady. All That's right. fine." Hey. <laughs> Speaking of monikers for women, uh, many people have given out a moniker to one Taylor Swift. We can leave for a different discussion what that will be. However, comma, for those people who have been nauseated by Taylor Swift's appearance and routine appearance both on the actual games themselves and in conversations around the NFL, folks, um, 
we've heard of trickle-down economics. We've heard of Reaganomics. These are Swiftonomics. Swiftonomics. I like it. And the Swiftonomics have said that there are several marketing firms out there that have estimated that Taylor Swift has helped the NFL garner more than $330 million in digital content and online news. Because Taylor Swift continues to... Just think about this for a second. Everywhere that the NFL has a website or whatever, and or anywhere that Taylor Swift is tied into the NFL, those ad rates have gone up just because Taylor Swift draws so many clicks. And so they are generating more and more revenue. Folks, this was all by design. And don't think for one second, and Tiff, we had to come off air, don't think for one second there wasn't a mandate from the NFL to CBS, Fox, and everybody else. Please continue to put Taylor Swift on. Not please, you're ordered to show Taylor Swift every situation applicable after Travis Kelsey farts in the wind. But can we can we just say something? Of all the people that are upset, were those people upset with Brittany Mahomes and Jackson Mahomes being on TV too? Because we don't have to see them anymore. Now we get to see Taylor <laughs> now Swift. Now we get to see Taylor Swift. So if you didn't... And, and who cares? It's a cutaway. It's, yeah, it's I think I read deal. something it's that it's, I think her total airtime within a game it adds up to like 0.446 seconds or yeah. something. It's like minuscule. Well, look, there are estimations that Taylor Swift has brought NFL female viewership up 9%. Now, for anybody who's ever done anything in major corporate sales, you, when you go up 2%, you do cartwheels. You up nine percent? That is a it's huge. Major. Okay. Well, people are under. People have, I think, in the past underestimated women in sports, women who love the NFL, because there is a huge market for that. And I know from being at NFL Network, some of our annual meetings and stuff like that, we would talk about the fact that this is a huge audience that we should. Be I would even do you into. one better. Forget women, younger people in, in general, general. Yes. Teenagers who wouldn't otherwise be drawn to the NFL so, are now getting a seed planted about the league at a much younger age. All yes. this said, are you now under the impression that this was a, a this is a setup? No, their love the, is real. I'm, I'm their under love the impression. Is real. I don't. I don't. For the record, I'm not. <laughs> I don't believe that this was for the NFL. Got with Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift, and are like. You guys are going to be a couple. I don't believe any of that. I think that's ridiculous. I think that's, I, again, I really have zero care about who sleeps with whom. Like, it's none of my damn business. I have enough problems on my own. Well, in this case, you, you, it's not happening. It, right. it would be set up. But uh, I don't wait, believe what? It's, it's an arranged marriage? It's an arranged... I, I had someone say that that was the theory, that it was arranged, but that they actually ended up falling in love. Look, I think. Okay, you've watched too many Disney I'm movies. Not, this is someone that was telling me this. I believe it's real, and I enjoyed seeing love displayed. I have no. And, oh, problem by the way, there's that. no. We don't know if Taylor Swift's actually going to be able to make it to the Super Bowl. She has a concert in Tokyo. People no, no. are mad about the coverage of that. She can make it. They're a day. Ahead. I know. Yeah, yeah, Darren like, Rovell. Darren Rovell. This is the this problem. Is a Concord Jet. Darren Tokyo. Rovell are literally tw- tweeted out the timeline, and she would make it somehow, either that morning or like the night before. The Super Bowl, like she would make it within plenty of time because of the way that the time is. It's, it, it's. I read it. It's. It, I, Good I'm luck into the concert the it. next night in Tokyo. Yeah, that, that that's going to be the whole. Is it a two one. night tour? I think it's over. It's over. Uh, after. Oh, it's, is yeah. it really? Okay, yeah. I don't follow I her that close. I'm more concerned with this Justin. Is what I read. Tim- Justin Timberlake's coming to Atlanta. So everyone's <laughs> giddy that. up June. <laughs> oh yes, yeah, right. You, you JT. know, the only person in the JT. history of the world that you'll find that has that's in love with two people that are complete polar opposites in Arthur Smith. And Justin Timberlake. And that's Mark Zeno. Yeah. All right, real quick. Uh, Not sure if you guys are into bad beats, but this would qualify as one. Uh, Last night, if you paid attention, I actually wagered on this game and covered, thank God. But uh, Central Michigan hosted Northern Illinois. Northern Illinois had lost and failed to cover nine in a row. 
The under was 145. The game was tied at regulation 63 to 63. Northern Illinois missed a field goal with one second left to force OT at 63. They go into overtime. Central Michigan, it's two free throws with two seconds left to go up 72-70, which keeps it still under 145. They fouled the inbound pass, Central Michigan did, and they hit two free throws to tie it up to send it to double overtime at 72-72, still under 145, and then guess what? In double OT, finally, Central Michigan went out and won and covered and went over. So back the lesson forth. is, don't gamble, kids. That's a very good lesson for a lot of people. What time's your uh, your gambling <laughs> show come on? Yeah, it's actually uh, nine thirty. I gotta go do it. <laughs> <laughs> that was your version of Mike Dub. It was Zinoed up, and up next we've got Zinned up. Zin, well, you said Zinoed up. That's what's on the rundown, and I, I don't oh, know. That's because Dylan wrote it. You, if you're gonna say Zin, <laughs> it would be moment of Zen, and then we would. Go into Zinned it. Up with Martin but then Zinnod yes. Up works fine. We get some too. of that like spa music with the waterfalls and the light right. tones. You the know? words Zen and you are comp- just they don't go together. Look, we got the wake up call next. It's 404 726 0929. Call us and you can sound off on anything you want, pretty much. <laughs> All right, that's next here on Sports Radio 929 The Game. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.